So welcome to another episode of Undefining You. I am your host, Marnie Barranco, and today I am joined by the lovely Georgia and the um, handsome and wonderful both, the wonderful Brett, handsome Brett, wonderful Georgia, <laughs> all of the things. Um, and we're going to talk today about undefining humor. And just a little background on where this conversation started. Brett and Georgia and I were in Costa Rica and we were sitting at the bar as one does. And we were just chatting about different things. And the topic came up about humor and being funny and what's funny. And that conversation actually was such a gift to me because we talked about how there are so many definitions of what funny is and what funny isn't. So when you grow up, if you have a, you know, whatever your sense of humor is and you try to say something to your parents or the adults in your world and they look at you like, eh, that's not funny. You, you start to have like, try to gauge and judge whether you're funny, what's supposed to be funny, what's not supposed to be funny. So there's just a lot of definitions and a lot of judgment actually around the words humor and funny and you know that kind of stuff so that's kind of the conversation we had and i just wanted to invite brett and georgia to the podcast to talk more about that so i know that's a very general but do you want to just kind of jump in on how that evolved for you guys and yes well most, most people don't think that they are funny just from the get-go it's like for for me, I mean, I didn't think I was funny. And sometimes I still don't think I'm funny. <laughs> but like um, when my when I was growing up, it's like my parents, my aunts and uncles, my grandparents, they had their own style of humor that I could not jive with. I could not like no matter what how I joked, no matter what I said to try to get people to laugh, they never got it they would always be like, huh? Like, just, huh? What? What are you talking about? And from there, it's like, I thought that I wasn't funny. Something must have shifted at some point, though, because you're the person who taught me about <laughs> comedy and humor and funniness. And we'll get into that more later in this episode. But so what, what shifted for you that you started realizing that you actually were funny and that they were just not getting your jokes. Yeah. Well, eventually, eventually I like, it was just, um, I'm, I'm not really sure. <laughs> I'm not really sure what changed, but yeah. no, I was just going to say that that's one thing that actually happens. Sometimes when you just acknowledge or recognize all oh, these people told me I wasn't funny. So I bought the point of view. I wasn't funny oh, what, what would it take to change that? Then all of a sudden, one day you go, oh, that's different. I, I don't do that anymore. I don't see myself as not funny anymore. But sometimes it's maybe not like a particular moment. You just have the things that all of a sudden it's different. So maybe it showed up like that. But, but I am curious because that was part of our conversation too was, um, George, I, well, maybe you can tell that story of what Brett said to you or what you said that kind of sparked the conversation between the two of you. Yeah, so... Apparently, I actually was way funnier than I thought for a long time, but I didn't think I was funny at all. Yeah. So when people would laugh around me, I really thought they were laughing at me. And I didn't get what was funny about my own jokes. I didn't think I was funny, but other people were laughing. 
And I'm sure there were situations as a kid where I was being laughed at and I wasn't included in on that, in on that joke. It was like more laughing at me than with me. But it basically Brett for years methodically would explain to me what was funny about something if people laughed and I didn't get what was going on. And so sometimes there wasn't much of an explanation that could be had. He would just say like, there isn't an explanation here. This just was funny to people. And you just go with that. And sometimes it doesn't matter what that source of the laughter or that inspiration is. And it starts to just kind of open something up and then people just laugh and then no one really knows why they're laughing. Yeah. And that's the, one of the biggest things with, with humor is that a lot of people look to see like the, why is this funny? And like Georgia would ask me like over and over and over and over and over again, like, okay, so what's funny about this? And most of the times I'd be like, <laughs> trying to yeah. it's like trying to trying to just like trying to describe an orgasm it's just like <laughs> you, you can't really be like well point a happened and then point b occurred and then it's just kind of like wow <laughs> yeah well because laughter doesn't actually have definition to it right it just it just is yeah joyfulness just is yeah exactly you can't define and you can't judge and laugh at the same time. <laughs> yeah, that is very true. Very true. That's part of what makes it so, so healing and such a gift. And I remember before I found the tools of access consciousness, one of the best tools I had at that time was to look at a situation if my day was going really, really terribly. And I'd just be like, this is actually kind of funny. If I were in a Woody Allen movie right now, this would actually be hilarious. And a ton of people would be just like giggling. And I was like, okay, so I can find the humor somewhere here. Mm -hmm. um, so that was one of the early tools that I used when I would have, a, I'd have a lot of depressed days and a lot of days where it felt like everything was going wrong. And somehow I still enjoyed <laughs> being in the Woody Allen movie in my head. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. awesome. So what else shifted for you when you started to go, oh, like I am funny. I actually am funny. I mean, what did that open up in your world? Yeah, so much. It was like I didn't have to guard against how people responded to me. It was it it was like before I was always kind of waited um, waiting to be judged more or um, yeah laughed at, picked on, bullied, and I didn't realize it, it wasn't the super cognitive thing. It was just subtly there. And sometimes you only start to realize what was subtly there once you let it go, and then you're like, oh my gosh, I'm not doing that thing I was doing. I didn't even realize I was doing that thing. Yeah. 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 Totally. So just yeah. one of my favorite. And then playing with it. It's like, now I feel like I can play more with others. I don't have to just like be yeah. worried what's going on that I don't get. <laughs> Georgia was constantly like constantly trying to like determine and make sure that she wasn't being made fun of. Yeah. And now she doesn't care if she's being made fun of. It's just funny <laughs> yeah, anyway. Exactly. Yeah. And I'd heard people say like, oh, one of the biggest freedoms you can give yourself is just to be willing to be able to laugh at yourself. And I'm like, I would like that. I don't know how to do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> one yeah. of my favorite people is David Letterman. And when he had his night show, his night talk show, 
he would say things and sometimes I found them funny and sometimes I didn't find them funny, but I always found funny that he would say something that he thought was funny and just laugh at himself and laugh at me. And I would love to watch him find himself funny and laugh at himself. And I'm like, well, there's a lot of freedom in undefining what's funny and not funny so that you can have your funny and you can enjoy the hell out of it. Even if anyone else around you, you know, gets it or not, it's just like a, a lot of freedom to not have to measure your sense of humor and what's funny to you to anybody else and just let yourself have the joy of it, whether anyone else gets it or not. Yes. It's like ordering different things from the same menu. People get to laugh right. at what they want. They can eat what they want. Yeah. It doesn't mean that it's not delicious or funny just because someone else doesn't get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally true. I was, um, I was watching, I was watching a, a TV show, like a comedy TV show once with um, Gary Douglas, the, the founder of Access. Name dropping. Name drop. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and Andrew Gardella. And, um, and we... It was it was just amazing to me to like observe and be a part of that because each of the three of us laughed at totally different parts in the TV show the entire time we were watching. Gary would laugh at something and I'd be like, huh? And Andrew would laugh at something and be like, huh? And then I would laugh at something and the other two were just like, huh? <laughs> so it's just <laughs> so yeah. it's like. Well, and then another part of that is what's what's considered funny with different cultures. And the same time we were in Costa Rica, we were attending an access class. It might have, it was facilitators training, I believe. And we always we were doing business time, and we had Andrew telling jokes, right? And then we had Sylvia do some more Latino kind of jokes, and it was very interesting to be on the other side of her telling something from like Latino culture and going, "I don't get it." But then she would explain why it was funny. And then you'd go, oh, now I get it. But it, so it was also really interesting just to see how with different languages and cultures, the disconnect that can be there, which kind of goes back then to what you were saying, Georgia, then the uncomfortable of, well, am I being made fun of? Or am I stupid that I don't get it? Or, you know, just all of, again, all the definitions we have about things that keep us from just being able to have the energy of joy. We have to define it and judge it and measure it. And then yes. ultimately turn it on ourselves to see if we're funny enough or if we get things or if we're being made fun of or all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So if we could go through life not doing that and having our own sense of what humor is and just being okay with that. I have a question. So if you if somebody does have that sense of being made fun of or being made wrong for what they find funny, what are some tools that you would recommend that they could use to have a different reality with all of that? Well, one, one question is something that's kind of simple. It's not to like labor over. It's just kind of a question to have in your world. Like what's funny about this? I'm not getting. And if you have somebody nearby that is, not a judgmental person, somebody that has your back, at least to some degree, you can ask them, hey, what was funny about that? Or what, can you explain to me what just happened? Because sometimes it's actually helpful to just ping off of somebody and ask like, what was your perception of this? Or what, 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 what's funny? And, um, but if you don't have someone like that, I think just going to that question of what's funny about this, I'm not getting and just kind of 
playing with that and then just moving on because we can't really get anywhere by by trying to think through a situation or to try to figure any of it out like and that's what's to me so exciting about this podcast topic it's like if you if you didn't have to to define if it was funny or not or if something was awkward or not but you mm -hmm. just allow that energy to be there and then you could create and just keep kind of pinging and moving and and extrapolating and creating beyond what was just created a few moments ago that you didn't quite get then it's like you don't have to stop and stop to judge yeah i love that i love that is there any tool Brett you would add to that? Yeah, um, <laughs> sometimes if you're like really down in a funk about something, something that I've, I've done, which really, really is kind of counterintuitive, but it actually works if you're willing to force yourself to do it, is um, like bring up something in your world that is just like, that is just so not funny to you, like that you're being so serious and so significant about and just like, bring up that energy and just force yourself to laugh like being present with it <laughs> it's like you can force yourself like ha 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 like and if you keep going with that i found for me eventually after like a minute or like even 30 seconds or two minutes however long it takes keep going until the laughter becomes actual real laughter because <laughs> it usually happens yeah. after a point where like where you just there's something just clicks and it's like oh my gosh this is so silly <laughs> yeah no i love that too i love that too yeah. and laughter heals the planet so how much more of it can we have in the world yeah yeah and i actually love to there's there's a few comedians and that are they talk about things that the world judges very harshly like they make jokes about 9-11 or they make jokes about just you know pick a topic where everybody's you know it was a horrible thing that happened and so we must be very and they they you know they do stand-up comedy on it and it's always interesting to me to listen and notice what points of view come up for me when I listen to that and then to be able to go to an uh, interesting point of view, I have that point of view. Because um, whenever there's a significance, even to the things we consider the most horrible things that have happened in the planet, when we do uh, put significance or judgment to it, there's no space for it to change. So if we're willing to even come at the funny side of things that nobody would consider funny, then how much does it sort of um, dismantle the solidity that keeps the same things repeating over and over and over again rather than being able to change it yeah exactly because you can't like um i heard gary douglas say that you can't that if you're that if you're willing to laugh at something or laugh about something then you're free of it yes that yeah. exactly that yeah yeah yeah. Awesome. And also just that energy too of, of it's too soon to make jokes about this, or that's a taboo topic to, to have be funny. It's like that only exists if you're really pretty determined to be right about it, that you're on the right side of that fight. Mm -hmm. And it's like, what does that actually create in the world? I'm not saying that there aren't things that are obviously upsetting or right. um, offensive, but, but if you find yourself in a situation where you're 
looking square at a situation and you could, you know, some people are laughing and some people are being right. It's like, where would you like to be? Mm -hmm. Totally that. And as you said earlier, Brett, it's like when you're laughing and when you're having fun and being funny, there's not that judgment isn't in that space that doesn't exist yeah. at the same time. Yeah. 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 And like, and funny or humor, it, it's not just one thing. Um, I mean, well, that would be, <laughs> if you have a definition of humor or funny, then that would just be one thing to, to you at that time. Yeah, like but, one time you had a point of view that anything like physical comedy wasn't funny or it was a lower form of comedy. Yes, it was a much lower form of comedy, yes. <laughs> I had that same point of view. I was like, really? Beating up people, like, like, you know, like the Three Stooges, like people getting hurt all the time, that's funny? Where is that funny? Anyway, I, I had that point of view too. Totally. And I heard Brett talk about that a couple of times and I was like, really? Some of the movements that that character Kramer does in Seinfeld, that's physical property. And he just, I love the way he moves. Like it just lightens my whole world. I can't describe it. It just. And the amazing part about that is we, we were watching some like running, we were running some bars watching the behind the scenes of Seinfeld and stuff. And uh, Michael Richards, the guy who played Kramer, he actually would rehearse those movements and like those little ticks and like the little sounds that he would do. He would actually like invent those. They weren't just like spur them up. He would actually craft them. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah. So I guess there's crafted comedy, there's off the cuff comedy, there's yes. uh, it, there are inside jokes, there are things that no one else would get. I have a friend, um, Monica Gilliam, and she has a lot mm-hmm. of inside jokes with different plants. She's a plant whisperer. And she's explained some of these jokes to me and they're really funny. Um, so <laughs> it's just incredible. It's like if we revealed a little bit more about our humor to other people, our, our worlds with, with what's funny, I wonder what that would create in the entire world if we were willing to share our, our weird, quirky, nonsensical humor that we each have. <laughs> Totally that. Yeah, I love that. So everywhere you don't allow yourself to be as weird and quirky and strange with your sense of humor because it doesn't match the way other people do it. What if you set yourself free to just have exactly what George has said and just have him be it? What invitation is it? And what invitation is it to other people who think that, you know, they've decided they're boring or they're weird? How much intelligence is there actually with humor as well? Humorous people are very intelligent. They go together. Exactly, because you have to, the, the, thing, the, the more judgment you function from, the less intelligence you're actually capable of. And the more you're willing to be interesting point of view and have a sense of humor, which is literally just where you don't take things seriously. Humor and being funny isn't necessarily like uproarious laughter or like, making people go wild and go, oh, <laughs> it, it could just be a, a gentle recognition of the absurdity of life. I love that. Totally that. that. It's like looking at that word sense of humor. If you yeah. have a sense of the absurdity in life, that is having a sense of humor. <laughs> if it anyone is. didn't have a sense of humor, might, might uh, take yeah. a look at that and see if that's yes. really or not. Just because yes. you don't make other people laugh with what you say or do doesn't mean it's It doesn't mean funny. you're not funny. Yeah, it just means that they're too stupid to get what's going on. Yeah. 
So if you're, if you're willing to have your awareness and if you're willing to function from allowance, which is everything's just an interesting point of view, then you are humorous. So if you have defined yourself as not, what if you looked from another place? Yes. I love that. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you both so much. Anything else you want to add to the conversation? Or? Well, just if anybody is, is excited about playing more with humor, um, there is an amazing network. It's called um, Access Consciousness TV and ACTV for short. And uh, people like Monica that I was mention mentioning, she is going to start a little show um, about humor with plants and about other things. And it, it's, it's set up to be a comedy network, but it's not in the same way that like, what's that big comedy? comedy? Yeah, it's not comedy central. It's not like all stand up. It's like more like how we were talking about comedy, like the absurd, like pointing out the absurdity of life or just even just kind of being you. It's like sometimes people being them is really funny and we don't know why. And it's not because they're, you know, like we're laughing at them. It's just, there's something there. So, um, any submissions are welcome to it. And yep. yeah. And our, our, our friend, that just reminds me that we were, I was watching a video from our friend Chris Hughes, who runs the Antique Guild in uh, Brisbane. Yeah. And he, he's had this video of like his stuff at, like him talking about his stuff at home. And there was such a sense of humor to it. it he wasn't talking about jokes, but it brought me so much joy to watch this video. And like, just that sense of like bubbling enthusiasm is, mm. is a part of humor and and funniness as well it's it's not about jokes it's yeah. not about crafting something the to, to specifically control other people into laughing <laughs> yes. yeah. so if you ever want right? to with that you every yeah. literally, literally everybody is welcome to submit things with ACTV and it's not viewed through the eyes of judgment which yeah. is a huge gift <laughs> no words for how huge a gift that is mm -hmm. yeah well, thank you both so much. And any any place else you would like to direct people to to find you for all of the things you're creating in the world? I know sometimes you facilitate classes and- um, We um, have brettandgeorgia.com. Yeah. Um, but I'd say some of my favorite stuff we do is over at ACTV because yeah, we have so, yeah. much, so much fun with that thing. So um, accessconsciousness.tv or the ACTV on Facebook and also on YouTube. And Instagram, yeah. And Instagram. Yeah, so if you are listening to this and, you know, would like to kind of explore more of undefining humor and what's funny and what's not and um, the whole absurdity of life thing, ACTV has some awesome things on there that are fun yeah. to play with. Yeah, and if people want to learn more about comedy or I really recommend the show um, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee it's Jerry Seinfeld interviewing other comedians while they're getting coffee in cars. Imagine that. And, um, but they talk about comedy. They talk about being funny. They talk about doing jokes. They talk about bombing and doing terribly. And so I've seen the whole series and some of the episodes more than once. And it did give me more of a sense that this topic isn't something that we can't play with. And these are the people that are, you know, maybe the top of that career or their, that profession, you could say. But um, it's, yeah, it's, it's just a fascinating series worth, worth watching. Yeah. Yes. I haven't seen all of them, just, just some, but they're amazing. 
So adding to my list to resume and watch more. <laughs> cool. Well, thank you all for listening and joining us for Undefining Humor. Thank you, Brett and Georgia, for being my guests today. And I'll catch you all next time. Thank you.